stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Can I just welcome one of the most amazing women uh, that we currently have in this country and we're going to appreciate her while we still can. Can we get an applause for her? Yes. She is here. Her name is Silwane Mwedi and she is a multi-award winning uh, fine artist and a performer as well. And she's joining you and I live from Durban. Silwane Dumela, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I'm so well. I hope that you're well in spirit, sis. I, I made contact with you earlier this week because we were meant to shoot something, right? And then it didn't quite mm. happen. And then I was like, no, no, I've always wanted to have a conversation with you because I discovered your work about a, a year and a half ago uh, because you and I have a um, a common friend um, yes. on yes on Facebook and that kind of thing and Nigamuli uh, Shange who also is just an amazing photographer an amazing artist and you know she was sharing some of your work at some point I was like wow this is so I mean the amount of detail in in your work is just I could look at it the entire day. I've never seen it's something I've ne- I've personally never seen uh, from any other artist before, because the blend between um, the women and nature for me was the first thing that grabbed me. And then there were other just wonderful aesthetics, um, you know. And I just wanted to to find out the stories behind the the, the paintings. And, and, and the imagery and how it comes to you because there is something, you know, to, to, to say about um, this kind of artistry and, and, and really the depth of it. The, it, it. It's just, it's very intelligent, if I could pull it that way. So talk to me about being a fine artist. So you studied fine art and, and how did this happen? How, how did you decide that this is the path that you want to take? Um, from when I was young, because I was born um, here in KwaZulu-Natal, okay. so um, it's a semi-rural like, township, I should call it. Uh, but I think growing up there and also moving around, because my dad has always been like a freedom fighter in the 80s and the early 90s. Um, mm-hmm. So on my side, I grew up moving around and experiencing Durban in different ways. And when you're moving around like that, you tend to find different ways of actually, you know, being creative because you are usually with just your siblings. So most of the time, I think from a young age, I realized that I was creative and Mm -hmm, my creativeness mm -hmm. came from me thinking, me trying to find out more, me being curious about life and, you know, and my role as well. So it started off from like that, and then in high school, I went to a very um, um, a school that actually encouraged arts, encouraged different mm. things of art in terms mm. of um, whether it's art and design and all that kind of stuff. Nice. So yeah. Um, yeah, and then from then on, I enjoyed painting murals in high school, those kind of things. And then from then, I just decided to do multimedia and web designing, and then I did fine art after that. So yeah. <laughs> basically. So that visual is, art yeah. has always been something very close to me. It's always been my way of actually communicating, even with fashion. Like I'm a visual person mm. through and through from mm. when I was younger. Mm. Yes. Mm. That's mm. how it started. Well, that, that that is a beautiful story, um, and I like that you mentioned that you, the, the schools you went to really encourage this art because, I mean, there's, um, any any child I think can 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 benefit from some kind of art. It doesn't matter what profession you end up choosing. So, I mm-hmm. think that that is a wonderful story. But 
also, I think what's really important um, and what I really want to want you to elaborate on is the interesting, um, I guess, relationship, the relationship that you had with your grandmother, whom, as I understand it, was 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 um, a, a healer as well um, and, and spiritual and your mother as well. How did they influence, you know, the the kind of art that you that you present to us today? It was it was actually quite a. Um, I grew up with my grand most of the time uh, when I was younger. Okay. And my okay. grand is a very was a Christian lady, very religious, but also very practiced a lot of traditional elements when we had to do msebe and zekaya, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But okay. and then it's only through varsity um, when um, I had a, a lecturer who was also a spiritual healer, and he's the one who told me like at home ganjena ganjena, and then I have uh-huh. to go to my grandmother and ask her like, what is this person talking about? And that's when she used to sit me down, you know, I used to go visit her and she tells me, like, no, before I used to be, you know, Mkanda, I used to pray a lot to people mm-hmm. when I was younger. And I had to put it aside because it overpowered her as a young child because she was young at that time, you mm-hmm. know. So that's what I got to know. And also when growing up, my mom has always been the person that would wake up and she would tell the whole household about her dreams. And then we'll find out like two months later, the same thing would actually happen in real time. So she's always had to be having premonitions. And also I grew up in a house mm-hmm. that was very spiritual in the sense that was very uh, encouraging in, in paying attention of your intuition, you know, if I should put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. So with these women, I think they, they wove, the person that I am today, I wouldn't say it was clear at first because yes. it took me years to get to where I am right now to understanding my purpose ah, and understanding ah, how my ah, dream works and ah, all those kind of things, ah. you know. Yeah, so I think with even uh, my sisters, we are all similar because we grew up in, in that environment, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember reading somewhere that, you know, you and your sister at some point, it's like that, that's, that, you know, you just had each other. Which um, I guess you know it really influences um, what you do in terms of really highlighting uh, the issues of women. But that you know, it's almost like you read my mind when you said that you know that, that you didn't realize what was happening in terms of you know your life and the the the, the influence and the impact that your grandmother and your mother had on you that would ultimately you know filter in through your art, your art and your artistry. And how it all began. You read my mind because that was going to be my next thought in terms of, you know, I was going to share that, you know, for me, like self-expression and being free to really just call out things and express and just be who you are really took me a minute. Like it took a while because, you know, the spaces that I moved around, it was always like, keep quiet, you know, just know your place, please just sit down sit down. Nobody's going to listen to you. You are a woman. You know your place, right? So for for you, I I really just want to find out how how your voice ultimately came out because I think for me, what is just so phenomenal um, is the subject matter that you cover because it is those issues that are always like, oh, you know, can, can they just stop? You know, when it comes to equality, when it comes to uh, social justice, when it comes to identity, joy, pleasure, pain, uh, all those things that really make women, make women who we are. How did it finally occur to you that actually these issues are important and I really want to use my artistry to highlight those issues? 
I think you put it clearly when you said that, you, you know, when you're growing up and you've always been told that you talk a lot, like mm, a mm, you mm, know, mm. and uh, with me, it's just funny because my late father is the one who's always encouraged us to talk because when we grew up as young, we were always mm. girls. That was always me and my two sisters or me and my two, uh, three other sisters, mm-hmm. you know. So we were always, so my dad always told us, no one is able to actually, you know, look after you. You know, you're able to actually speak your piece. You know, I think it's because of his background as well. Um, being a freedom fighter, we always saw how he was and we always saw the surrounding at home because the way I'm a comrade coming in and out of the house, you know, when we were really young. So we, we grew up uh, being very upfront in terms of how we feel and how we uh, how we should act in terms mm, of our lives as well. That's you know, amazing. I think that so, is amazing. Yes. Yeah. And also because he mm. he we were all girls, mm. he always wanted to protect us in the sense that you're gonna be there's gonna be hardship out there for you because you are a woman. So if you are not gonna be able to talk, speak for yourself and maybe to actually understand how the work, world works, you know, you're not gonna be able to actually make that impact that you want. And obviously, when you're younger, we misinterpret that and we're thinking we have to be aggressive or we have mm, to be strong in the yes, world, you know. Yes, and we yes. misunderstand that we they are emotional intelligence. It's fine for you to be vulnerable. It's fine for you to pick your battles. It's fine for you to, you know, speak in other ways. And for me, mm. I feel like for me to tell the stories, it's through my visual art, it's through my paintings, because my paintings talk about all these issues, you know, that mm. I that are woven within this one storyline, which is my dreams, you know, which is our privilege. speaks about spirituality, it speaks about femininity, okay. it speaks about yeah. our role as females in this world, because we always, you know, when you you are female, you're always being disregarded, like your life hasn't started until you get married, you know what I mean? Mm. So you always mm. try to put that root on the ground where your foot mask is actually seen or heard, you know, so you won't disappear, you know, behind someone else, you know. So I, I feel like it, it, it started for me trying to understand my role and started to, and then for me trying to understand my role, it started for me um, explaining these stories through that, you know, as the, the best way I can, which is through mm. um, fine arts and painting, and and also because of the background that I come from, which is like healing and all those kind of the prayer. Mm-hmm. I incorporate all of that within my artworks as well. Like I include Ubuntu, I include like yes. holy ash, I yeah. include all these yeah. elements. Like I even make sure with the space that I'm in, whenever I am creating, the process is more important to me than the actual final thing, you know. So I make sure that. The surrounding that I'm in is actually quite karma, you know. I burn the sage, I burn in paper, I sing, mm. you know. I don't touch my work when I'm feeling a certain way. So I feel like everything that I do embodies, and it's you can actually feel it when you actually see my work because yes. I work so hard yes. on the process yes. of it than the final thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, my word. It is just so awesome to be able to catch up with Selwane Mweti, who joins me live from Durban. She's a Durban-based fine artist. And I really just want to take this moment to encourage you, if you have a moment now or maybe later, just check out her Instagram. as She is on Facebook as well. But go on Instagram, um, BLK underscore Peach. So Black underscore Peach basically. So BLK underscore Peach, right? I, I'm, I am correct. Yes. Ne? Yes, check out, Please check out her art. It is, 
oh, it's just filled with color. It's filled with inspiration. And of course, as she says, um, you know, the process of creating it is really just so in depth and it comes from a place of home, a place of, of, of just knowing, you know, of just knowing mm. and, 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 um, I guess like a culmination of different things over 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 a period of time. So I can only imagine like in the next 20 years the kind of stuff that you'll be creating if this is what um, you're creating right now my way. I get excited. Like, I'm I getting think, excited. I, you, like, I get so excited whenever I think about the future because I always say yes. I haven't even yes. touched the surface of what I want to do, you know? Mm. you know. You know, I always have these ideas like, oh, maybe let me just create land art. Oh, let me just go back to the rural era and create something that looks like it's been there for centuries, you know? Because mm. for you to, to mm. leave the book market, it doesn't only stop at the canvas mode. It has to be incorporated within the community because art builds the community in a sense. That's how I feel, you know? So, yeah. I understand what you what you're saying in the next 20 years I'm I'm very excited what I'm going to be making I am <sighs> Like I, I, you know, I can, I can already imagine just the vastness of your portfolio right now. I can only, but it, it actually is unfathomable, and and it, it's going to be a beautiful journey to watch unfold. So we will definitely be there. We will be in the front row of the situation, as I always like to say. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, the 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 showcase of some of this work that I personally want to go check out. It's um, at at one of the galleries in Johannesburg, but we'll get to that in just a bit i really want to hone in a little bit on on the actual art because i Mm -hmm. mentioned just a couple of things that i was seeing um you know i'm not an art connoisseur but i know when i see something Mm -hmm. i know that i like something when i see something and Mm -hmm. for me i just loved the the incorporation of female bodies you know how they were dressed you know how they are just so regal and so beautiful and also how they how you put them in nature you know it's yeah. almost like saying women in their natural environment women women as they are you know um, yeah, and they don't have to be anything well. else yeah. yeah you know that was my interpretation but then i noticed um you know with 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 your work with your sketches the the the, the necks you know the the tall the the sort of elongated necks as it were and i'm sure there's some some story some metaphor that is attached to that because that i think is quite interesting that grabbed me you'd be surprised that um with the necks how they began at first they Mm. began as if they were they were black 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 because how i used to dream of them because most of my dreams are most of my paintings are based on my dreams Mm. which uh become premonition sometimes Mm. um Mm. but you know when they say when you are a person or two, you usually dream of um, like water and snakes and mm-hmm. all those things. So it came in the form of snakes. So I used to dream these figures with long, elongated necks, as if you know. And then mm. at first they used to think, I used to think, oh my gosh, you know, what, what's what's going on here? And then they became characters, and then I build them on it. You know, I think it gradually. Um, as the year progresses, mm. they also progressed as well, these characters. Then you tend to see them in their own natural habitats. Because in my earlier work, you'll be able to see no background, just the figures themselves. Because I'm also trying to figure them out, how they actually work and how they, what they role in my life, you know. And then now, I feel like now they're in their own 
in their element in a sense. That's why you see them with their defined collarbones mm. and they, they even mm. they they, mm. they I make sure that my figures are very stylized and are very masculine so he doesn't have to incorporate that male gaze that a woman has to be luscious and mm. voluptuous in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted them to portray some sort of strong nature. That you know? is so interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So, but also they seem so soft because yeah. of how I paint and the lines that I work on, you know, because mm. I try by all means to my work to embody a lot of African identity, spiritual healing, I you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Oh my word, this is so amazing. So please check it out. So, you know, because we're talking about visual art, I really want you to see it. I want you to see it. So BLK underscore Peach on Instagram. Check out the work of Silone Mwedi. In just a bit, I really want to come back and have a conversation with her about her contribution in rural KZN. She really is doing the Lord's work there. And of course, the uh, exhibition that is currently on in Johannesburg. Please don't move an inch. We're coming back in just a bit. You're listening to Essence of Rhythm on Radio 2000. It's just so great to be able to finally unpack what this work means, you know, because art is just such a a beautiful thing, but it's also uh, very subjective. So you look at something and you interpret it your own way, but it's so great that you, you are sharing with us about, you know, your dreams and, um, and spirituality and how those have helped you to create a, a, such beautiful and inspired uh, portraits that really tell the stories of women, our strength, our worth, that we are worth it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, so um, before we took a musical break, um, I, I really did want to unpack a little bit about uh, the work that you're doing in uh, rural Guazulu Natal. Just unpack for, for me what exactly you are doing? Are you teaching young young girls um, how to express through art? Um, you know, to talk to me a little bit about uh, that project. I know it's on hold at the moment, but uh, when you were doing it, um, what was it about? Okay, how this started at first, it started off uh, like a long time ago. Uh, once we finished varsity, that's me and a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, decided about something called a functional. Mm-hmm. And a functional was us um, going to different schools, um, trying to find kids to express themselves through visual arts. Because, you know, especially in rural areas, you know that a lot of kids don't talk when things are happening at home and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But we wanted them to express themselves in finding themselves within, you know, within this world, you know. And then mm-hmm. it gradually through the years, you know, we, and then um, I started something called Sketching with my sisters and this friend as well, okay. um, which is us, um, was basically me trying to see that we, us visual artists in Durban can actually have a space where we can actually discuss and draw and, you know, uh, and just converse as artists as well. So when we did this, we did it from 2017, 2018, 2019, and then COVID started. Um, and when I was doing it in 2019, I was put as an art director for um, <clears throat> this other program where they went and um, tutored young kids, like high school graduates, um, mm. and then those high school graduates are the ones who want to teach kids mm-hmm. within the rural areas, mm. yes. So for me, it was me trying to direct all of us going to different rural schools um, and trying to, because you know that art, 
within some schools, especially township schools, like our schools, it's either you're doing science or you're doing business economics. They yes. usually have um, like an arts class or anything like that. Or mm. if they do, it's usually an extra mural. And also, so me being invited doing this was a huge opportunity to my side because I saw it as a gap that I already knew was mm. there. You know, because mm. seeing people that are, are my peers that I studied with, when they came to varsity, it was a cultural shock in a sense, you know, because at least I was privileged enough or I was blessed enough that I had um, past experience in terms of art and experiencing how it works and everything. So when you're going to be moving from a space where there's no art but you know that you're gifted and mm. you're going to come to a space where it's so westernized and it's so, you know, you become, it, it becomes a shock on your side. Mm. So if it's introduced in a sense where it's an, even if it's just an extra mural, at least you have an understanding what to expect in terms of growing your craft as a career. So that's what we were involved mm. in um, until uh, the COVID happened. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, I'm very, still very much interested in actually um, still working on that. Because, you know, um, the yeah. People, yeah, the people that won the award it was actually under the case of any young achievement award, which was um, handed over by the municipality and all the stuff. Uh, that was actually it was quite great. It was a great opportunity, you know, and it's something that me coming from that background myself, mm-hmm. um, I feel very strongly on still doing, you know, um, and also the. Now I feel like for me to gather it like that, I have to be more cautious in the sense that, you know, there won't be any implications in anyone's house or anything like that. So, yeah. You know, I just, I I don't even have the words. I I just keep saying, hmm, hmm, because I'm just, just so blown away by this particular side of you because I think what you are doing is, you know, the fact that, art is just like one of those things you know it's like at the bottom of the food chain when it comes to the education system which i think is a great pity because um you know it doesn't matter what career path you end up um end up uh pursuing i think art is really who we are and especially as african people art uh, music you know that it's just it is just part of like you know our 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 DNA, if I could put it that yeah. way, for, for, for lack of a better term that I could use. That's the only one I could reach for. But it really is a part of who we are. We we are the art. We are creation. We are creators. So I don't yeah. know why we insist or the system insists on really separating art from, 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 from people, from children. And I think what you're doing is really highlighting exactly that that we should be doing these things because it really is just who we are and it should be nurtured. It should be nurtured because it yeah. does so much um, for, for young children, especially young black people. So I want to big you up on that. And I hope that post COVID, you know, at some point that you can continue this because it is so, so important. But I want to also just very briefly delve into that a little bit more in terms of, you know, teaching young people, about art um, and I think uh, also another great thing about it is really uh, highlighting uh, issues of identity and bringing that forth that it's okay to be uh, Musoto, it's okay to be Umzulu, it's okay to be um, uh, a person that speaks Chivenda, for example. So you uh, have a wonderful hybrid of, 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 of heritage in, in, in your blood. You've got uh, Sosoto and you've got Isizulu as well which is so wonderful. Yeah. So how does that like, you know, 
inform in, in what you do and how you teach and how you how you how you create but actually the basis of my practice for years has been me trying to find uh, my role and my lineage in terms of being a Muslim woman because mm-hmm. it talks a lot about dislocation and relocation because when you right. go, my right. dad is from Lesotho, you know, um, mm-hmm. and my mom is white even though she's from here, you know, but okay. we grew up in, in Durban and okay. we grew up very Zulu, you know, I think they made a decision. <laughs> That's <laughs> beautiful, yeah, you yeah. Know? So, but us doing that, so I'm still running with, I'm based in Durban, so I'm always going to be the source, you know, I'm always going to be that. Yeah, person. people so are always going to like ask, that. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> always going to start like that, trying to trace the language, especially because I don't speak in Kulmizul, I don't speak Isuzu. So mm-hmm. I'm always trying to figure out the history and how it actually fits and how, what is my role within all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think from then on, it became a whole womanhood sense that doesn't even matter, you know, that kind of stuff. Because my dad grew up saying, it, actually, you are a Zulu person, you are a Sutu person, you are whoever you want as a woman, mm, you know. Mm, so your mm. issues are actually bigger than this tribal, you know what I mean? I so know exactly you what you mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, so if you can just tap and my mom was always like that. I think me, I'm very influenced by my family, you know, mm. and the dynamics of family and um, and partnership as well within siblings and, you know, and how you work together in terms of trying to figure out your role within that space as well. Mm. So mm. I think, yeah, I think me being um, a Musutu woman here in KZN was the actual foundation where I actually started my work. Mm. And then from then on, it just spiraled up mm. and it grew to different places you know mm-hmm. and which i'm happy because it, it ends up being research and more and more and i'm learning more about myself I'm about you yeah self-discovery yeah. oh man yeah. oh man mm. oh man oh man so so important and i think that's that's a conversation that's an ongoing conversation about mm. the fact that we really just never stop discovering ourselves who we come from you know what what mm. really is our makeup and how that inf- can inform the people that we ultimately want to become or what we want to achieve as it were so that's wonderful okay let's talk about uh the 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 um the your paintings your work that you are current that you've currently produced it's going to be up at is it everard reed in johannesburg yes, the gallery yes everard the secret gallery because there's two spaces in Everett, Johannesburg. There's one up the road and then the Sika Gallery, which is at the bottom, which is sponsored by R&B. So it's going to be, it's there right now. It opened on Saturday, on the 7th of August. Correct. And yeah, yeah and it featured 12 uh, very talented women, South mm-hmm. African women. And nice. this year they decided to take away the age limit. So it was from 21 years old to whichever year. year. So you got like a mixture of women with different backgrounds and different races and different stories and mm. it was just filled with a lot of culture. I think people should just take their time and actually go see the show, you know. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, I definitely am going to grab someone special and we're going to dress up and we're going to go check it out because I want to, you know, there's something wonderful about being able to like see the art, like not on social media, but really get to experience it, um, especially when it's created from such a wonderful, uh, smudged spiritual um, uh, space. Silone, thank you so much for giving me so much of your time at this late hour. I really, really appreciate it. And I can't tell you how life-changing this work is for me personally as a black woman. And I can't wait to share it with my daughter and her friends 
and anyone that's interested, really, we just need to share this work. And yeah, and that's what it's about. Yeah, that, you know, your daughter sharing with her daughter's daughter. You know, man, so man, within history. So that's why we here as artists to leave that footmark for the next generation in the next hundred years to be able to have something. You know. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. That is what I call a true legacy. That that is what legacy is. All the best for the for the rest of uh, the showcase, and we'll continue to follow your work, Silwane Mweti on Facebook. But you can check out BLK underscore Peach on Instagram if you really want to get a taste, Nyana, of what this wonderful woman is about. Siabongasis. All the best. Thank you so much for having me. Radio Two Thousand Podcast.